approached by Adrianosaurus. Super coached by Adrianosaurus. I'm a Raiders fan and we got absolutely hammered. This song probably sucks because I'm pretty hammered too. But I'm going to tell you something else I had Turbo And I played Schuster too I got a good score in Supercoach And I feel really happy So what else do I need to say? Get ready for the first five Once the Argentine tries one of my best But hey I'm only human And the rate is just lost <laughs> Hello ladies and gents With Adrianosaurus um, Coach of Rapanorama This is my Sunday night pod I know I'm doing it on a Monday um, You know, let me just let you in on something Ado is actually a really um, private person Um, I might come across um, as very loose and um, charismatic on this podcast The main reason I can do it is because I'm doing it solo most of the time Um, And I do record with the Supercoach Guns Who I've obviously become very comfortable with Um, So um, I'm not a very outgoing person, you know, in the workplace Or I don't really accept friend requests from fans um, you know, my per- personal friends, unless they're into uh, NRL or fantasy sports, I don't accept their follows um, of my super coach content stuff. And um, yeah, a little while back, the boss was up for a visit and she announced to me in the car that she's found my podcast. And, um, you know, that kind of let the old hairs on the back of my neck stand up because I really like to keep that separate um, because, you know, I'm not like this in the workplace at all. I'd like to be very professional and keep it very shallow, you know, how the kids and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So, um, and yeah, you know, since then she's been, um, you know, the CEO said it popped up in his head, his earphones. She's played it to all of my team members um, on one of our team meetings. And I really just feel um, like I've lost a little bit of my... F- fun and freedom um it's not as enjoyable now for me because i feel like i can't be organic you know i don't feel like i can be myself because those two worlds now have clashed and it it, um it's lost a little bit of the love for me so uh, i'm sorry that i'm i've left it so late and we're here monday night we're obviously going to have tuesday team list tomorrow but um i'm just finding it harder um to record now i really jealously try to keep those worlds separate uh, and this has ruined it for me a, a little bit. Um, so anyway, look, we'll just see how we can go um, moving forward, and I'll give it my best tonight. Um, look, it was around that um, saw some monster scores in there, and it all depended on whether you, uh, well, same as every other week, if you land a captain, um, but also you know people who sort of held fire on someone like Tommy Turbo, who absolutely went nuts. Um, people were getting rid of him, obviously. F- 
thinking that he might go off to origin. We do know now because the origin teams are out that he has gone off to origin uh, and people probably just making those moves. He's looked like he's been absolutely busted, um, but those people that held him um, were uh, in very good spirits um, come the end of the round. Now for me, um, I was, well, hang on. We should get into the old sound bites. Shouldn't we like we do every week, eh? Getting to know you. Absolutely. Um, 1388 for Hadrian. Um, now, that was very pleasing to me because it got me eight out of 10 wins in my leagues. And very importantly, in the Podmaster Cup, got the win over Sangster. Um, he was beating me before updates. And um, once Tommy Turbo updated and Schuster, who I played, um, I got the win over him, got the chocolates by four points, which is pretty nice. Um, look, it was around where... I could have even had a hell of a lot uh, more points. Um, someone like Matto was easily on track for 100. Um, he's gone down there with um, the calf injury. Uh, and it's, a, it's put the kibosh too on my sort of biplaning as well because he looks like he's going to be out for, you know, a few weeks um, at least minimum. Um, so I'll lose the points this week as well. And then that's a forced trade as well for obviously a Parramatta player who um, you, we know they cover the three buys. So that's a real pain. Um, and it stung. Um, some of the other things in there, Billy Smith, he was a very popular um, trade-in last week. Um, he looks like he's already maxing out old Billy Smith. I think he just tried a little bit too hard in that game. And look, the Roosters are not um, going you know, really well. I think um, you could be a little bit fearful that maybe he gets dumped from the team. But I just think um, he's a real trier. Um, and he's done well in most of the other weeks. So I think he'll probably persevere. But that 24 did hurt a little bit. Gutho. Gutho. I mean, you, you bring in Gutho because it seems like a smart super coach move. The Eels cover all three buys. Bring in Gutho. He's averaging 75 for the year. The Eels have a, a fantastic win over the league um, leaders, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and they're on a winning streak. Uh, and Gutho goes out and gets a 25. Now, talking to my Eels um, fans... Um, and friends, they say that Gutho's been carrying a bit of an injury. So, um, look, I'm going to obviously hold him, aren't I? Because, you know, um, I was hoping for the old gift that Tommy Turbo missed Origin because we know the Eels play in that uh, first buy, but he's off to Origin. Gutho's my man. Um, and, you know, that was a bit disappointing, his score. Harry Grant, you know, people have been moving on to JMK. Um, you know, people have gone, uh, who else? You know, Marnie. Um, and look, I decided I was going to hold Grant and because my backup is Sonny Luke. So I was just like, look, I'm just going to bloody go AEs. I'm not going to have enough money to upgrade Sonny Luke. Um, and I'm not too f jazzed on any of the backup hookers. Um, depends on how many minutes, minutes Harry gets in origin, whether he'll back up. And even if he does, it probably means limited minutes. But um, if, it depends on how many trades you've made. It you made, you know, I've made quite a few. And so it's... Um, a move that I'm going to be forced to make in holding Harry. But 30, what did he score? Harry Grant, you know, this bloke sort of goes out and scores 90s for fun. Uh, and he scored, a, where are you, Harry? 34 points. So those were my low points in there. Um, you know, Gilbert with his 42, he's off to origin now as well. So he's obviously tradable, um, was a bit disappointing as well. But I did have some really good things in there. Uh, obviously, we all owe Nathan Cleary, which is a big one. I played Schuster as well, 106. I had faith in him. Um, I was going to play Edwards from the dogs who I brought in. Um, but once I saw him benched, it was a choice between Croker and... Um, 
and uh, J- Josh Schuster, and I just thought I'll go for the ceiling. Um, he's probably got a lower floor, but um, he was absolutely amazing. And, you know, they're a bit of a bogey team for the Raiders. Uh, obviously, Tommy Turbo, I had him in my team, would have loved to have captained him, but I captained Hines, didn't I? And it's the first time. It was the most sexy-looking 71 or whatever he scored um, in the whole history of Supercoach. He looked like he was easy 100 to me. Um, look, uh, Dillbags has really hit his straps, and I think he's an almost must-hold through this buy period. He's a Kiwi, so he's not going to be uh, doing the rep games. Uh, and look, as long as you've got your numbers of Parramatta game players um, in order, because you know they go into the buy in round 14. But Dillbags, he's really starting to put some tons together. David Fafida, four tons in a row. Um, a lot of people sort of went, uh, you know, because people go on the obvious captains, but he was captain at a reasonable um, amount. Um, he went very well as well, uh, finished on 116. Ruben Garrick um, had a field day there against the Raiders, 108. So uh, someone sent me through their team. They've got a big 1,500. They had like 900s in their team, which is pretty exceptional. Um, look, I was happy um, with the score, 1,388. It saw some nice green arrows for Ado um, leading into the bye. Um, the first one, I've gone up three, oh, sorry, I've gone up 2,777 ranks and I'm into 3,351, which is in a nice sweet spot because I think um, a lot of us um, seasoned super coaches really get excited into multiple buys and particularly these following the um, buyers games, you know, because we've got multiple teams on the buyers there. Uh, we know in 14, we've got, you know, the, the Eels, we've got the Seagulls and we've got the Knights. Um, so some people could be in all sorts, you know, come that round 14. Um, so look, I think I'm in a really nice sweet spot for making moves. Um, if I plan my buys right, um, there's a lot of people who um, this week are going to try to set it up and make some ground with um, more than 13. We're going into the first buy and obviously um, you pick your team like normal with your top 17 players, if you've got 17, that is, um, and you'll get your top 13. Uh, and the rest of them will fall out. So, um, look, I, I've got um, Hines and Cleary, and I'm going to just hold them. So um, I'm obviously going to take an AE in there, but I've only got to come up with 13 players, um, you know, to make up my scores. Uh, and, you know, some people are just going in and really packing it nicely so that they can get a good, really nice 13 players. Um, you know, I would encourage people now to so filter the, the round 16 uh, and filter the round 19 and sort of get a gauge on what your numbers are. I write them down i've written down round 13 round 14 round 15 round 16 those ones are not nearly as important but around 17 18 19 20 um just to sort of get a gauge of what my numbers look like in there that's part of the reason why i have to hold harry grant because i've i've got no boost left um and i've um going to be forced to hold some players um origin ones maybe one or two more than i wish to have um but my numbers are looking pretty good over all the buys uh, for one um and Particularly, I think the ones that are going to trip people up are going to be the games after the buys. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting okay, I think, for um, a, a nice tilt um, on the scoreboards. And I'm, I'm really happy with those nice green arrows. I've finally made up my... I had that one Barry week when I was in 3,000th and went down to 8,000th. And I've clawed me way back, which is really nice. Um, let's move it on to the next part. I'm your host, Adriana Soros, and welcome tonight's news. 
All right, well, it's probably all Origin, isn't it? Um, you know, there was a couple of surprises in there for Origin. Um, obviously, we were hoping, probably us Tommy Turbo owners, that he was going to miss because he's looked like a busted, hasn't he? But he looked terrific and fit in that um, Raiders game, and he has made the Origin team. So um, he's someone that probably people were banking, well, not banking, hoping for, um, and a couple of other surprises in there. People were probably stashing Reese Walsh because we probably logically thought that Ponga was going to get the run just on um, pedigree and what he's done in origin before but Billy's gone hard hasn't he he's gone and grabbed um, you know uh, Walsh to start so some people are going to be tripped up by that Um, you know I think also um, people had you know got um, Horsburgh for instance a few weeks back and you know there was a lot of chat that he might get a run in the team Um, he has um, missed which is a, a you know a nice in for teams as well um, uh, what else have we got? Um, any surprises in there? People might have had TPJ, although for Supercoach purposes, he hasn't been going too uh, wonderfully. Um, for me, it's probably the ones that have missed. Um, some Someone like um, Campbell Graham uh, was in 18th man, and we've heard that he's dropped out of there um, due to injury. Now I'm really interested to see whether he still fronts up for Souths because uh, if he does, this bloke's averaging 75 points um, this year and is an absolute, uh, weapon for Supercoach. Um, so is Cody Walker, um, who's averaging 75 as well, has missed the Origin team, has been in great form. Um, and I kind of lean towards no um, Latrell being in the team. Cody does more even. So um, he's got to be very desirable as well. And even one that's just come from the clouds um, is uh, Cook. Um, Damian Cook because I, I wasn't all that jazzed on JMK. He is reliant on um, attack. Uh, was definitely, I mean, Marnie got a 17 or something on the weekend. I wasn't excited for him. Um, but that sort of changes my thinking, I guess, um, with, you know, a premium hooker just comes back in, uh, in that South team. And even, you know, Graham, you know, um, and Cody and, and Cook in there is three big guns, I think, that, um, it, that we probably particularly on two of them anyway, we weren't expecting to go back into that team. So uh, it's probably going to change um, a lot of people's trade strategies for this week because there's guys that they were, you know, expecting. I think it's poor, um, you know, poor old uh, Graham. I think he was a the form player in the bloody comp nearly um, and, and definitely in the centres. But, I mean, it is one of those tough ones. How do you leave out world-class um, players like Latrell and Tommy Turbo? Um, I thought maybe just a short of a gallop they might have um, left out the Fox and said maybe for game two and at least give Graham his dues for, um, you know, knocking that door down and maybe play him on the wing. I'm sure he would have done a very good job uh, out there. Um, no two hookers in there. Um, so uh, we do lose Hines for origin. Um, obviously, we know that the Sharks don't play that by, um, but that really means that Nico's probably going to miss more games than we thought. Um, obviously, um, the backing up is going to be key uh, and whether he plays all the big minutes because they've got some very serviceable backups there for the Sharks. Um, so a lot of people I see um, moving on Hines, and that's fine. Um, you just got to sort of think about a way that you're going to get him back, I think, um, because he's a pretty penny. Um, Dave Fafita is like nearly a million dollars and people are going to be moving him on and if you sort of, you can almost get two great players for what Dave Fafita is um, costing. Uh, It just, you know, he is 
easily the best sort of second row forward that you can have. And my biggest fears are how do you get him back in? Because I've done it a million times where I've gone and sold a Dave and grabbed a six hundred dollar player, and then I've gone and put that three hundred into someone else to get another player. Um, when it's time for Dave to come back in the team, I can't come up with nine hundred thousand, um, and I'm just finger crossing that he's going to drop in value, uh, which rarely happens. You know when these guys are having stellar years. So um, that's all I would be careful of. Um, look in the halves. You know, um, people are probably getting rid of a Hines or a Cleary, you know, in order to bring in someone like Cody Walker. And I don't mind that. I don't need to do that um, because obviously I've lost the Matto. Um, so I can use Schuster, who's in my 5'8", to go back up to second row. And I can bring in Cody Walker if that's what I'm choosing to do. Um, but I think it's a good move in there as well. Um, Campbell Graham, maybe that's not as desirable. You want to see TLT. I'm sure he's probably going to be named in the outer squad. Um, he was there for 18th man for Origin, which would have made him unavailable but are we going to see one of those ones where not available for origin um 18th man but still um available for teams he is reasonably owned as well and if he does actually play what a trump card for players this uh week if you if you owned him because you're probably really thinking you're gonna lose him even if he was 18th man so that's enormous really um look a, a couple of people might have owned jai arrow and he sort of came in obviously felice kafusi got um suspended um you know flegler was a bit of a surprise in there for me as well um welsh missed missed as well so he's been a bit of a plotter um but people might get you know a couple of players back in as well um yeah so i mean it's going to put it's going to put um some people in an uncomfortable place i've seen a lot of messages in my groups that people are going to have nine and ten um because they were banking on some of these players look i don't have um you know 13 fantastic ones i've got couchman and ben murdoch was still scored 50 points last week um but you know so there's some less than perfect options in there for me for team as well. So um, it's going to be really interesting. The next um, period of the game, like right now from 13 to 20 is going to be really interesting. And like I said, I think that the rounds following it are going to be um, the harder ones. So look, yeah, origin teams, no huge, huge surprises for me. Um, Look, we'll, uh, in tonight's news, we'll talk about some players who I think are probably sacrificable. Um, Val Holmes, Tommy Turbo, um, Tom Gilbert. Um, a lot of people are bringing in Tohu this week. I think they're all dispensable now um, because there could be limited minutes um, and limited games over this coming uh, period. Look, um, it is one I will say be careful on uh, selling a Hines or Cleary. Um, yes, there's. Pro- I mean, look, Hines could play two games over the next five. So there is definitely a world where it's a good move. Um, but like I said, uh, have some bank or something there or a plan, you know, write a scribble at your plan of how you're going to get him back in because I guarantee you when Hines is back up and running, uh, you do want him in your team. Um, yeah, I mean, look, Fafita is worth a lot of money as well. Um, and can you sit that? Like he's named to start. I don't know whether he will start. I think he will probably start. Yeah, him and Gilbert in the second row. So um, what are they going to do with him? Uh, you know, when he comes back, is he going to back? up uh, after an origin i don't know i don't think so if he plays decent enough minutes um and you, you don't know if you want to bank on it as well at his price if he plays limited minutes um he's been terrific four tons in a row again um i'm in a position where i'm probably going to have to be forced to hold some of my diamonds um and sort of trade with some of the dispensable ones your gilberts your vowels those sort of ones in there um 
look, uh, let's go through and have a look at the suspensions uh, and the injuries uh, that we've had from the round. Um, Felice um, is going to—he's going to miss the three uh, matches for his swinging arm there on Welsh. What a dumb thing he's done. He's look—he's been suspended a couple of times this year, and I think. Um, just for that aggressive sort of defender type um, role in Origin, I'm sure he was a walk-up star. So you've cost yourself a bloody Origin jersey there. And uh, Victor was very lucky not to get set off or bid or anything for his headbutt, but he's going to miss three weeks as well. Um, so, look, those chooks are starting to look very skinny um, in their um, forwards. Luckily, they've had Tupanua and sort of Gus and stuff back as well. But um, Victor's not having a great year, is he? for, um, you know, the Roosters or uh, suspension-wise. He's almost getting it every time he's bloody out there, isn't he? He's fine. Um, uh, he's just going to get some fines. Kenny Bromwich is going to be fines. Luai for his touch in the ref is fine. Marty Tapel fine. Whitehead is going to get um, fines for his two incidents. So, um, look, you've, you've got... Um, you know, you've got the two blokes there with their three matches is, is really the only sort of relevant stuff. So we'll move straight on uh, to the injuries. Now, they've lost Radley, but they're also going to lose Brandon Smith because he's broken his thumb. Uh, he's going to get surgery and he could be gone for up to seven weeks, uh, which is a bit of a... Um, you know, loss hugely. And I, and I guess people are probably, if you were long suffering, you're holding on to the cheese. That's a real pain in the ass. People probably easily move for not too much money up to Damien Cook, who's been a, a treat for teams over the bye. Um, but he's going to be gone now for a period of time. Um, Jared Warrior Hargraves has that pec injury. Um, Joey Manu with his ankle is obviously going to be an important piece for us, hopefully in round four, if we've been holding. Daniel Tupu's got his hamstring um, and Sam Walker has got his knee. So the Roosters really need some players on deck, particularly, you know, in those halves. Although Hutchinson, you know, well, they didn't win that game, did they? So uh, Campbell Graham has, um, he's, as I mentioned there, he's, he's pulled out for the 18th man because of a sternum injury because um, he was the 18th man. Um, now, it's going to be really interesting and, and a bonus for people who own him um, if he actually gets named to play um, for the Bunnies against the Raiders this week. I hope he doesn't play just quietly because I'm a Raiders fan. Um, but, uh, look, stranger things have happened. And, look, if he is playing, um, could you get any, a better piece in the set of wing than him? Um, you know, he's a pretty penny, though, that's for sure. Um Cameron Munster, he's off to origin, doesn't matter. Um, Alicia Katoa, um, he's got an extended um, stint on the sideline. Uh, he's had a shoulder inju injury. Nelson looked like he re-aggravated that rib, um, but he needled up and returned. So I, I don't know if that's going to happen again. Um, they're off, I think, yes. Yeah, so he'll get another week to um, look after that. Ryan Madison, fucking hell, I've had no luck with the old eels. I bought Lane to be tricky and, and skip Hopgood. Uh, for Magic Round, and then Lane gets injured for a whole bunch of time. And then I've got Maddo hoping he misses Origin, and he's gone and, uh, you know, injured his bloody calf. So um, that's not ideal. Um, Andrew Davey will miss the Round 13 clash as well because he got a Cat 1 um, HIA. Uh, ben Travojevic obviously runs in the family. He's done a hammy, uh, and he was a popular buy-in for people last week. He was sort of on my Never Again list, um, Ben Burbo Travojevic. Um, Jake has... Um, ruled himself out of origin. I think he was probably going to make it into their uh, team as well. Um, and he's going to go for scams on a, on a calf. There's a lot of calves this year, but he's got a calf injury as well. Um, Josh Alloway, Aaron Woods, Kelma Tuolagi, all six weeks on the sideline uh, with injuries. Um, look, 
that's pretty much it, eh? Cameron McGuinness is um, out for up to four weeks, which we saw, um, you know, last week in the injuries. Um, so there you go. Um, that's all I've got for injuries. We'll move on to the next segment. Around the ground. Well, I mean, I haven't got all the fancy headlines, but why do we even need him? Because there's a bloke called Tommy Turbo. Uh, he's always petrifying to watch, even when he's going like a busted, because... I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I don't know how he scored 80. He didn't even look to me like he did anything on the field at all. He looked slower than uh, Jamal Fogarty and all the front rowers. He's been burnt by, you know, Utikamano and bloody Nikora. Um, but he's got it in him. And if you didn't think that he was going to go and put his hand up for origin, you were crazy. Uh, 165 points saw him uh, as the top scorer of the round. Now, Tommy Turbo is now up to 666,000. Um, you know, my plan was probably if he makes origin, I'll trade him to Reese Walsh, who looks like a good play over the buys in the fullback position. But Reese Walsh has gone and got himself selected. Ponga? Do we like Ponga? He's gone back to fullback, apparently, with Miller. I should have said that as well. Well, we'll cover that in team lists Tuesday. Um, but Ponga, apparently, the rumour is that he's going to go back to fullback. Um, look, Tommy Turbo, he's got, got himself a minus one break even when he comes back. But um, Tommy Turbo and his fitness, um, is he going to back up after origin? Sometimes that happens with backs, um, particularly when they sort of play setters and stuff. So there's a possibility that someone like Val will back up. Um, you know, there's a possibility that, you know, a Latrell or Turbo. But the only thing is, is you know, I don't know if he's at full health and I don't know if he will back up. Uh, Seabold seems like a bit of a prick too, though. So maybe he will make him. Um, look, the e Seagulls are on the buy in round 14. So Tommy Turbo, oh, that's right. So he... he he will be good for 15, you'd say, but um, I've got Gutho and I've got Turbo, so they're both on the buy in round 14. Um, now that I've lost, um, you know, Walsh, what do I do? Maybe I move Garrick down to fullback and pick up a center. I don't know, but um, I think you can sell Turbo if you want, um, but whenever he's sort of back from origin and he's back in the team full-time playing, you know, full games, I think you probably want him back in, even the week that he comes back in, even if he comes back and you know, they name him to back up or come in in round 15 with that minus one. You probably want to grab him. Um, but anyway, that's that. He scored well last week, did the Dobby Turbo, and uh, rewarded people who held on to him. Um, Stafford Toa had the game of his bloody career and gave an absolute bath to Val. Um, 572,000. Um, he's obviously not going to play in the buy, but he's going to cover some of the other buys. Um, Stafford Toa, he's got 152 in his average. Uh, his three-round average is 83.3. Cost you 572,000. Let's have a look at him. Um, look, you know, he's sort of meet, you know, 53, 83, 47, 40, 58. That's sort of Val-like in a way. I think he's having sort of a, um, a career year. I think he's starting to find his way in first grade. But last week, he was like a man possessed. Um, 152 points. I mean, they scored a shit ton of points, didn't they? They flogged um, the poor old, uh, who who was it? I can't even remember him. Cowboys. Uh, Mitch Moses, he was good. Um, if you're going to go move um, a, a Cleary or you're going to move a um, Hines, you make a few dollars actually um, in a Hines down to Moses. 130 points from him. He was sorely missed by those uh, eels. They got him over the line actually um, there against that hot South team. Um, look, his three-run average is 98, Mitchie. The average for the year is 67.9. So um, I would like to think that people, if they're going to be moving in the halfback position, um, Mitch is 
you know, a guy that you'd be looking at. Um, he's got 100 in him. He's done three of them this year, um, and he's done 147, and he's done a 130, so he's got it in him. Uh, what I will warn you, though, he's got a 16 in there, and he's got a 17 in there as well. Um, so he, it's it's really diamonds. It's real diamonds, and it's real rocks, you know, when it comes to Mitch. But if you're going to be doing something in there, he's the guy, I reckon. Um, or if you've got the jewels, you know, you're using Katoa, I reckon Cody Walker, I'd rank above him. Um, Nathan Cleary, um, 125 for Nathan. He's up to 892,000. Um, he's averaging 109 over the last three weeks. Uh, his break-even is 68. Some people are sort of moving him on um, and, you know, with plans of getting him back. And as long as you have got a plan to get him back, uh, I can... I can get around it. Um, number five, we got to mention here in the old uh, around the grounds, Dream Bula. Mate, he looks a bloody likely customer, doesn't he? He's up to 452,000. He's averaging 65.2. I mean, he's got to be rookie of the year contender, hasn't he? Because, mate, I mean, he's just taken this game by storm. I just love watching the kid. Um, 452,000 he is at now. People probably now that Tommy Turbo's moved off to origin, um, you could be bringing in uh, Buller. Obviously, he's not going to be playing um, this week because he's um, not in the round 13 uh, teams. But um, look, they play the round 14, which I think is going to be hard for teams. Um, you're going to see him in the next, uh, no, the round 17, you're not going to see him. Um, but you'll see him in the 18 and you'll see him in the next buy. So stranger things you could have done, I reckon, than getting a Tommy Turbo off to him. He's got a minus 30 break even as well, but he was terrific in that rubbing of the Cowboys there and Wakeham. I think that might be his first ton. Has he ever got a ton? Um, and he's bloody owned by nearly 4% of people. You crazy super coaches. You lunatics. Um, 459,000 he's at now. No, I'm not going to be touching him with the 10-foot pole, but well done to you guys that have him. And you got the 119, Teddy. Um, two runs in the first half, but it was vintage Teddy in the second half. Um, got some tries, got some joy. Um, look, he's averaging 57 for the year, which is dog shit, really. It's less than Bula by nearly 10 points. Um, but he went out um, for those loyal holders um, for a 118 couldn't get the Roosters the win, unfortunately. But just around the corner from the old origin, it was vintage Teddy. David Fafita, 116 points for him. Um, he is 942,000 now. Unbelievable that he's made 252,000 on his starting price. He has four 100s in a row. 114, 100, 111, 116. It was two 80s before that. Um, he's got a low score of 49, and then he jumps straight up to 69. He is playing the best I've ever seen him play because he's found that light and shade. I think he's playing a balanced game. I'm so glad for him to get um, back into origin. Um you know, I was fully expecting that he was going to go. Um, it's going to be a decision for people because um, value-wise, um, is there anyone more expensive than him in the game? I don't know because um, I haven't got it filtered like that. But he's 942000 and he's got a 60-something break even. So if he comes back and uh, gets a full game, he might crack the million in the second row forward, uh, which is huge. Um, Junior Tupu, he looks a good uh, winger to me. Um, he's averaging 53.3s, 476000 now he's made 141,000. Um, he's got a break in even of 32. Oh, look, people probably don't have the luxury of bringing in uh, West Tigers, but they, they do have pretty decent coverage other than this buy. Um, but you know, people who own him 1.3% enjoy it. You've got a hundred out of him. I don't know if people played him. Um, Tino Fasuabalao, he skated on his charges there, fines only. I mean, you want to see him in origin, don't you? But he's 
pardon me, tunned up as well uh, in that game there. 108 points for Tino. A um, couple of real um, desirable um, players, I guess. We probably all had Josh Schuster at his cheap price in our teams anyway, if you were patient like me and you held on to him. Uh, but Ruben Garrick, mate, he's uh, tunned up 108, had a field day against the Raiders. Average for the year is 71.2. Um, the three-round average is 93.7. Um, the good thing about Ruben is he's pretty much a straight swap across from Val, and I think it's a perfect time to do it. Um, is he going to play fullback with Tommy Turbo in origin? Um, it'll be really interesting to see if they go with weeks or not. Um, but Ruben, even on the wing, is a bloody weapon as well. Well, he's not going to be getting sort of Tommy Turbo ball, but he's a worker. Uh, and I reckon he's a finish the team guy. So bring him into your bloody teams. 36.8% of his own him, and we love it. Um, Josh Schuster, I played him. I just thought he's got, had a point to prove. Um, coming back and all that chat about him, um, he, you know, they play well against the Raiders, those uh, Manly Seagulls. Uh, and didn't he um, open up their attack? Just nice, quick, early ball out to those, um, uh, you know, damaging players and I think they all seem to have a little bit more time. You know, we've been saying that for years about Fafita. Get him early ball and get the ball out to him. Um, Josh Schuster seemed to be able to do that. Played a really nice game. He does rely on attack, but he looked absolutely bloody brilliant in that game. 106 uh, points for him. Look, he's uh, owned by 41.9% um, and I think um, you know, you uh, can still get him. What's his, his break even? It's minus 26. Um, but that's if you believe in the Josh Schuster, um, you know, talent. Um, and it's going to be uh, understood and realized this year. Uh, Luke Brooks was terrific in his milestone game. 103 points from him. Uh, Elliot Whitehead had some joy over the try line as well. And a couple of charges. And uh, the Raiders stunk like dog shit. So um, 103 points for Elliot Whitehead. Uh, Patrick Carrigan off to origin he is. Uh, 102 points from him. That's that's pretty good. He's actually lost a little bit of money off his starting price, but he's worth 631. Uh, so, you know, you could probably move him, I reckon, because um, he's averaging 63.8 for the year. He's got pretty decent value. Um, and I think you could probably get him across to something decent, uh, like a Hamali or someone who missed Origin. Um, Happy Coruscant is off to Origin. The sole hooker in that New South Wales team, I think that's probably a good idea. The dual hooker thing doesn't work for the Blues. Um, I don't know if, you know, Nico Hines, you know, I don't know if I love that. I mean, I think Nico Hines is the best player in the game, so they just found a place for him. I really think he'll probably go into 5-8 and Luai will spell um, Luai for a couple uh, 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 Appy Coruscant for a few minutes there in the hooker position. But, um, yeah, look, he's in there uh, into the origin. He's averaging 52.6 for the year. You could get him across to Cook for not much change at all. William Kennedy, uh, well, no, that's it. I'm stopping because they um, are below 100. That was the hundreds in there this week. We had um, 1,800s. So it was a really high-scoring round for players. Um, and a lot of those guys were decently owned. I mean, if you had... Um, you know, uh, where are we? If you had a junior Tupu, he's 1.3%. Well done. I mean, you may not have played him, but, um, you know, 6.1% on Mitchie. Uh, well done. And you would have played him, I reckon. So there was a lot of joy for people who um, had really nice pod ownership. So let's move it on to the next segment. There were some good scores in there that I cannot um, not mention um, because some of these guys are relevant to uh, upcoming sort of schedules. One is Jermaine Isako, um, 97 points for him. I keep waiting for the balloon to burst, um, but he's got some attack in him and he's a try scorer. He's made nearly 300K for the year. He's one of my big regrets just because I was like, there's no way this continues. And it has. 
He's averaging 76.1 for the year. Uh, he's worth 680000 So, um, look, if you've got a little bit of change in there and you're uh, moving on a Val, he, he'd be my sort of pick, I reckon. If, if um, Graham was there and I had the Graham money, I'd go him. If I didn't quite have the Graham money, I'd go Izarko for sure. Um, and... I don't have the money, obviously, for Azaka because you'll hear my trades as well. His break even is a 51. I don't think the matchup's too bad there, actually, for um, those Dolphins against the St. George Dragons, although they were stoic, weren't they, last week and had a bit... What a win that was on the buzzer. Um, but I think you should get him in if you can. Um, 25.6. Cody Nikarima has been very good. Um, look, his average for the year is 46.5, but his average over the last three rounds is 80, um, and he has made a cool $196,000. He's worth um, $482 now, and he's got a minus 23 break even. Um, look, you could probably downgrade in that uh, you know if you lost an appy or you um have a grant like me and you want to make a move that's not cook um and you can't quite afford it um you know maybe you could go cody he's playing in the halves he's looking really good um let's have a look at has he got any bad stuff in there let's have a look in recent times look over the last three weeks um well he's at 80 minutes 29.38, so he was sort of warming up, wasn't he? Then he's gone 68, 75, 97, so he's been going very well over the last three weeks. It is not without risk um, because he's not always been that consistent, um, and I don't know if I'd have the balls to do it. Matt Burton, he's missed uh, origin. He scored a 96, um, and look, you obviously he's not on the bye this week, so uh, I mean he's not on the play teams this week, so he's not going to be relevant. Um, and look, you could probably get him across to Mitchie right now if you wanted to, um, price-wise. Scott Drinkwater, um, he is going to be playing this week. He scored a 95 on the weekend in a team that was badly beaten, which is really surprising. Uh, his average for the year is 61.3. Three round average is 74.7. Uh, I know the Whisperer is not a big fan of him, um, but look, they're up against the Eels this week. Um, the Eels have lost a lot of players, particularly to injury. Um, but over the last, let's have a look at his last five weeks, 105, 44, 54, 75, 95. So he plays the round 13. He plays uh, the round 14, which I think will be a difficult game. He's going to be off in 15, um, but he will be there in 17 and 18. Um, he's going to be out in 19. So look, um, if you've got a Tommy Turbo situation and you're looking for a fullback, I reckon maybe... Um, I just always worry about his floor um, drink water. What have they lost for origin? Just um, old mate uh, Cotter, you know, so I don't know. Um, you know, I reckon you could go him if you were, you're wanting somebody who has got a ceiling. You know, he scored a 95 last week in a team that got absolutely massacred. So uh, Alicia Katoa, he's having a good year um, and, you know, got a 90 last week. But unfortunately, you've got an injury in there. He's worth 523000 um, He's not going to be playing, uh, you know, in this week's round. So who do you move him on to? Well, like I said, I, I, I don't mind a bit of an Ola. Um, I don't mind a Nick or if you've got it. Well, he's not playing in this round, is he, either? Um, but look, you know, I think you've got to move him on. Uh, with that injury. Someone I've had a bit of an eye on who seems to be warming up there at the West Tigers is Johnny Bateman. He got his first try in there for them this year. 88 points from him. I've got an eye on him and IPAP um, warming up to their tasks. 
Um, Luke Keary was good with an 87 in a beaten team. Um, look, I thought uh, he's more suited, obviously, to 5'8". I'm sure any Rooster fans um, probably agree. Just needs a decent halfback beside him. But looks like if they're going to go with this Manu thing, he's going to be roped into doing um, the halfback. Um, ben Hunt uh, was good in uh, his... Uh, in this game here where they snatched it. 84 points for him. Ethan Bullimore uh, has been good um, for those. He's been punchy. You know, and look, uh, he never seems to keep it up, um, but he's averaging 42 point, uh, so 43.8 over the year and 57 uh, over the last three. And, and they've got some injuries. So, um, you know, if you if you're, want a dirty pick, you can pick an Ethan Bullimore. Uh, Alex Johnston, he is 581,000. He's lost 132K for the year, but he scored an 83 last week. Um, and he might have a Campbell Graham and he might have a cook in the team. Well, he's definitely going to have a cook in the team. Um, so there could still be some joy, I, I expect, um, with no Luttrell in there. They might go left a bit more as well. I reckon you get yourself an Alex Johnston. Um, look, I like um, Asako. Uh, Osako's cost you 680. So if you can't quite afford him and you want someone who's 100K cheaper, get into an Alex Johnston. Uh, Moylan was good with an 82. Sewer good with an 81. Dylan Edwards uh, with an 80. Stefano, uh, I think he's into that squad, um, but he's obviously not on the in the round 13. 80 points from him. Look, if you're getting rid of one of these ones that are off to origin, um, I reckon Hopgood's going to be on for some very good minutes. Um, he's averaging 72.8 for the year. Um, I cannot see anything but big minutes for him. He's already scored... Um, uh, he's already earned 375,000. Uh, scored a 78 this week. So um, I got him in last week. I corrected my lane mistake. <laughs> I got in Hopgood. Um, and with that Maddo injury, mate, he's got to be playing big minutes this week. Um, and I reckon in the second row forward, he's almost the best bloody pick you could have. Um, Taruva good with a 78. Pangai's off to origin. What a shock horror. Um, 78 points from him. Nick Meany good with a 76. Yo off to origin, 75. Herbie, 75 from him. Now, Herbie. Kirby is averaging 57.6 over the year. Three-round average of 57 uh, and a five-round average of 59.6. And I've got a little bit of a minor eye on him. Um, look, they're going to be losing a few troops, aren't they? Like Carrigan, Haas, um, Walsh, some of their real big guns in the team, aren't they? So maybe he's not the pick um, that you go with. Um, but up against those New Zealand Warriors, um, who are large, uh, do they have anyone in origin? I don't think so. Um, but look, Herbie, let's have a look at him over the last five weeks. 70, 57, 56, 40, and a 75 last week. He's sort of a bit meat and potatoes. He doesn't look like he's ever going to get 100, but he's not ever going to get something that gets you shitty. It's probably 55 to 60 from him, uh, and he scored a 75 last week. Phil Sammy is another one I like. He's obviously not going to be playing in the bye. Um, 74 points from him. Nico, um, like I said, it was the most gorgeous 71 you'll ever see. I think he was a bit low-balled, um, but it was... a you know, it was a bit more no frills, but he looked sublime out there. Jai Arrow's off to Origin 71. Bailey Simonson was good um, for 71. I still don't. Oh, well, I mean, his three round average is 70, actually. He's been playing really well. Um, but, you know, stranger. I don't know if I've got the courage to do it. Um, Bryce Cartwright, this party just never stops. I'm sure he's probably going to play big minutes in the second row this week. Um, he's made 254000 um, He's worth 489 and he's probably got a nice, uh, let's have a look at him, 39 break even. He's up against the Cows. Um, what, oh, surely you don't buy 
Brycey. Uh, he's got 11% ownership. But look, with Matto out um, and Lane, he's probably got a still a decent run in that team. If you if you can't afford other players, get on the Cardi party. Ruben Cotter is off to origin. Um, Royce Hunt 70 um, is where I'm going to stop it. Um, for 405K, Royce Hunt, maybe someone you could look at picking up later on uh, in the year. Now, let's get on to... You really dropped the ball, man. I only want to focus on ones that are sort of um, a decent ownership um, that probably would have stung and maybe would have changed people's point of view moving into um, the buy. Um, Isaiah Katoa, um, look, he's so highly owned by people, um, 45.4. He scored a seven on the weekend, which is going to sting just a touch. Um, people brought in Ben uh, Travojevic, 9.8% uh, his own, um, eight points from him, and he's now out with an injury, which probably stings a bit. Um, Lachlan Ilias. <laughs> Mate, he's got a low one in him as well. 7.4% of people own him uh, with an eight. Uh, Pasami Solo, um, that's AE type stuff. 10 points from him, 12.3%. Um, getting up to Xavier Coates, who's missed the origin. Uh, 11 points from him. If there's no tries, there's no score. Um, Sonny Luke, mate, he's the bane of my existence. But they say that um, he played in Reggie's over the weekend to get some um, kilometers in his legs to play big minutes over the origin period with... Uh, uh, old mate there who's the hooker I can't remember his friggin name um, is going to go play some lock so hopefully there's some decent minutes for uh, Sonny Luke so he can you know make me stop banging my head against the wall Jamin Salop Salmon not a weak gutter dog. He's been playing pretty well, actually. 5.5%. Um, well, he's averaging 28, which is nothing to write home about. But um, he's, in actual NRL, he's playing well. 14 points from him. Stinks. 22 um, 22.5%. 1% own Reed Marnie in a glorious win for the Bulldogs, and he only scored 17 points. He had to go off for a HIA, though, didn't he? But um, not many points in there. How does a hooker not even take 50, make 40 tackles? Um, look, there's a lot of other stuff in there. Jack Hetherington's an AE nightmare, 18 points from him. Um, let's have a look in there. Um, Oh, who's anyone looking at for the buys? Um, Helium Luki was popular for a few people to bring in. Um, he scored a 23, which wasn't great. He was missing tackles left, right, and center. Um, Billy Smith, he was heavily brought in, 33.2%. Um, and it looks like he's already maxing out his break-even eight uh, when he comes back and plays in the round 14. Um, so, look, um, that just shows sometimes it's not a sure thing. But, look, I reckon he'll probably score well most weeks. Maybe not 70 well, but he'll probably score 50s. Um, because he's a trier, and I don't think he's going to go, um, you know, put his hands in his pockets. He's going to get in there and do some work. Um, I've got Couchman, um, 2.6% of us do have him. Um, he's been all right when he's had minutes, to be honest. Um, he didn't really get the minutes last week. He got 35, and he scored 25. He got 35 the week before and scored 26. Uh, when he was getting 50 minutes, he was getting 50 points. Um, so, you know, that's all about it. But he hasn't actually lost any money yet. Oh, no, he did just last. Well, he lost 1.4K. Um, he's break evens 51 this week, but he's a valuable number because it looks like he'll hopefully get picked in the team. Uh, Mitch Kenny, that's the bloke, 6.6%, scored 25. Um, you know, hopefully he plays some minutes at lock. Um, you know, does a bit of ball play, I don't know. Um, you know, for you owners, because you've got a 25 this week. Um, Gutho, you bastard, 10% of us uh, owning 25 points. You better make it up to us, Gutho, in this buy round, you prick. Um, no offense, only joking. Shouldn't say those nasty things, but I love you, Gutho. Give me some good points because you're averaging 75 for the year. Ezra Mam, 26, 7.2% uh, owned. Probably stings a bit. Um, I can't believe Chad Townsend's 4.2. 
6% owned. You deserve your 27, you people. Um, oh, we got Tyrell Sloan, 9.8% for a 29. Starting to get up to sort of better scores in there now. It was glory time a few weeks ago for those uh, 1,300 people that owned Milne, but you got a 30 on the weekend. Um, it's not going to kill you, though, is it? Um, look, that's all I want to cover in the old bad scores because I don't want to be too negative. Uh, let's move it on to the next bit. I'm watching you, Adrianosaurus. Always watching. Yes, I'm watching. Well, on the negative list, um, there's people I'm watching. Um, number one is Harry Grant. Look, um, I was sort of thinking um, maybe I'll hold over the um, buy period, but uh, I feel like it's really hard to ignore um, the re-entry as a pick over the buy rounds of Damian Cook. Um, so I'm going to probably make that move. I mean, obviously, that's who I've got my eye on, Damian Cook. Make a cool $100,000 on that trade as well. Um, and I think none of the other options appealed to me, but Cook uh, and the Rabbitohs over the um, buy sort of schedule uh, appeal to me as well. So I'm going to grab um, Cook uh, and I'm going to replace him, uh, replace Harry Grant with him. Um, other players I've got my eye on, uh, Gilbert, obviously he's off to origin. Um, my perfect wall plan was to get him off to Tohu and I just can't quite get the money to work unfortunately with what my other move is to get him out well actually I can get him out and do the moves I want but um, the big worry I have then is that I lose a bit of the um, quality in my second row forward I guess because um, I've got Hopgood, Schuster, Ben Murdoch, Basilla, I've got Couchman, Gilbert for feeder. I'm going to hold for feeder, um, but with limited games and possibly restings over the um, thing that could happen for Gilbert as well. But I've got that movability with Tuppany um, and DeBellin in the front row as well um, and Murdoch Masilla down there. So I like those front row forwards, second row forwards. Um, so, you know, and I've got another player who I think is sacrificable and that is Val um, in the center wing. Uh, obviously, um, you know, he's going to play Origin. He could back up as well. Um, and you may want to just, um, you know, keep a beefy sort of um, center wing um, with with Val in there. I mean, it probably, you know, the piece that seems more disposable to me is Gilbert than, um, you know, Val. And I haven't 100% decided. Maybe I do leave myself a little bit thin on the old second row forward because I can bring Tuppany down or a DeBellin if I need to. Um, because I don't really, you know, I mean, Val's playing, playing in centres and, um, you know, those centres do sometimes uh, back up. And look, Val has been okay without being um, outstanding. He has um, banked a couple of decent scores. It's just um, who do you want to hold? You know, um, who's going to be useful to you? Um, I reckon you can get yourself, you know, four, five, six sort of, you know, really good, strong centre wingers um, this year because they seem to be uh, have the ability to, you know, score the big ones. Um, whereas outside of Fafida and Hopgood, when he gets minutes, hasn't been anything too exciting in the second row. Um, so, yeah, I'll have a bit of a think about that, but I definitely think Val and Gilbert are very sacrificable and I've got my eye on them. Um, look, I have not got my eye on Cleary and Hines. I always plan to just hold them all year long. Um, some people, are, I see they're moving him on because there's value in there. And, and you look... Um, you're relying on backups and things to happen with Hines to get the game time out of him that could be advantageous to you. Um, but he does look like he might have a lighter schedule um, in the upcoming uh, rounds because he's been picked in origin. So um, it's for other people, but because I've used trades, I'm just going to sort of leave it with those two in there who are the absolute best, um, you know, combo that you could have. 
it's going to be, a, you know, if one of these guys don't back up in round 14, I'm screwed because in that round, it's round regular. You have to pick a 17. Um, and if I don't have a halfback in there, I'm going to have an AE. So, um, fingers crossed, um, either Cleary or Hines backs up after Origin, hopefully with Hines on the bench. And, you know, if he comes on and plays 20, 30 minutes, hopefully we get him back, um, you know, which will, which will be nice. Um, look, dispensable as well. I guess you're going to have to say um, Turbo. He has got that neg break even. Um, and, you know, I think a Val could back up. I think a Latrell, who's you know pretty healthy this year, is a chance of backing up. I think Hines playing limited minutes on the bench is a possible chance of backing up. Um, do you reckon Tommy Turbo is going to back up? You know, um, Seabold is seems like a bit of a prick, and they need to sort of move up the ladder. Um, so it's possible. Um, but that's the thing; people can move him now. What? Who do you want in there? Drink water? Do you want? Um, what other fullbacks? Gutho, after his 25 last week. You know, maybe you move Garrick down there and you um, use Turbo's worth 666 and you grab yourself a Jermaine Isako or you grab yourself a Graham if he's available. I don't mind those moves at all. Um, but with Tommy Turbo, um, look, some people are just like, well, so what? He scored a 160 last week. I still don't want to own Tommy Turbo um, for the year. For me, I reckon I'll probably look like, you know, I've got Tommy Turbo in there um, and I'll probably get rid of Gutho, hopefully to Latrell, and that's where I'll finish the year uh, with those in there. Um, Tommy Turbo, that's the 165, you know, when he when he's on, when it's like, you know, Dally M type form. And I think he put turned it on. So we made sure he got an origin berth and he's got it in him. And he's just one of the players I'm absolutely petrified to own. Uh, and look, if you do have designs at having him in your run home team, um, you know, you've got to get him back in with his negative break even because uh, he could be going up in price. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me um, uh, on the old, uh, you know, people I've got, I'm watching. Let's have a look at this. That's a problem for future Adrianosaurus. I don't envy that guy. All right, now my moves for next week is going to be three trades. I don't have any boosts. Um, I could not look a gift horse in the mouth, um, and that is what, what do I do with Harry Grant? I don't like any of the alternatives. I mean, you know, there's no money in it if you go to JMK, and he is relied, reliant on attack. Marnie's, you know, hopeless. Um, and, you know, do I believe the narrative that there's going to be more minutes for Sonny Luke? Um, and, look, I really felt like maybe um, Grant's going to get managed uh, over the origin period. So I'm going to go Grant to Cook. I, I bank 100K off that, and that um, suits me just fine. Um, thanks to just Josh Schuster being in my 5'8 position, I'm going to get rid of Maddo, uh, bring Schuster up to the second row, uh, and I'm going to bring in Cody Walker. Um, you know, he's having a ripping year, Cody Walker. Yes, he's going to lose a couple of big um, names, you know, in your Murrays and your Latrells from that team, uh, but I still think there's enough in there. Um, for those South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, and I do love to own Cody Walker. Um, it seems like he's on this year. Um, and I don't think that no Latrell in the team is going to stop him. Uh, I think he'll be um, even more involved. So I've brought him into my team. Uh, he's probably a possible captain option for people this uh, week. You get to probably look at a free loop even, if you, unless you've got stacked you know, numbers. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I'm going to bring Cody Walker into the team. Now, the other move I'm going to make is um, Val is going to go out. Um, um, the play, I did say I have a little bit of an interest in a Farnworth, um, but I'm not going to go Farnworth. Um, and I would love to get a Jermaine Asako, but I don't have enough money to get a Jermaine Asako. I don't have enough money to get a Campbell Graham if he's available. So I've gone Gregosaurus Marju. Now, um, look, he is 
okay without being great. Um, he really has a pretty good base because of his tackle breaking, very sort of Val-like in the old scores as well. They get their points in different ways. Um, but he's certainly got a ceiling in him, and on his bad games, it's sort of like a 40. Look, he started with a bang, 122, 92, and hasn't been as great since. Uh, 42, 67, 39, 71, 49. Um, if he's just in there getting 50s and every now and then he crashes over for a couple of tries, um, I don't mind having him in the team for now. Um, look, he is going to go into the round 14 by. So one of the, um, I don't know, unfortunate things, or you call it fortunate, whatever, is I had like a bunch of uh, eels and I've just replaced them with different players. So um, my numbers in the round 14, if I hold Turbo and Schuster and Garrick, there's three of those. Um, I've only got Dillbags and um, Hopgood now in the eels uh, front of it, or and Gutho. So there's six. Um, and I'll be adding it a seventh in uh, Greg Marju because that's the only knight I'm going to own as well. So that's seven plays I'm going to have out in the round 14. Let's hope some blokes back up, eh? Um, but what I do like about um, the... Um Knights is that they're going to cover um, some of the rounds that do scare me. And one of them being um, the round um, 16 by, um, it's going to be the game after that. It's going to be the next by and the game after that. Um, so if I do hold on to Marju for long enough, um, yes, it's going to be a bit of pain in round 14, which I've been warning everyone about, but I've jotted down what I expect um, for round 14 numbers wise. Um, and all I need is maybe a backup or something in there um, or two um, to get me the numbers that I want. Um, why is it him and not somebody who I'm not going to lose from the round 14? It's just because um, not a whole lot of them excite me too much. And it is a number that I'll get for this round 13, uh, which is handy. Um, look, I, I was tempted to take a bit of a flyer on Sione Katoa. Um, he seems to be warming up a little bit as well uh, in the year. Not quite as good as Mulatalo, who I can't afford. Um, so, look, it's Greg Marju. I did want to own him at a certain point in the year, but he wasn't picked um, early doors. Um, and, look, he's averaging 73 for the year. Pong has missed origin as well. So, um, him in the fullback as well, chiming into that back line. Um, I don't mind it. So, I think this week it could be a really good play for me. And, yes, um, I'm going to take a little bit of hurt in the round 14. But after that, um, hopefully it's... Um, you know, good. It is it's good to own uh, Marju in those following rounds after the round 14. Um, that's the other thing too is, um, you know, who says that um, I don't move a gutho on? You know, I mean, I know I could get him for the following uh, buys as well. Um, you know, maybe if Turbo's not backing up, you're, you know, he's obviously off in the round 14. If they're not going to pick him for the round 15, maybe you move him on. Maybe I move him um, and then bring him straight back in um, when uh, once I've got players in the round 14. I don't know. Um, but we'll have a look at where we land in the 14. And um, like I said, I already was at those numbers when I had all those eels in there and I don't have that now. Um, sorry about the old not Sunday night and I had to do it on the Monday. Like I said, I'm just struggling for the old motivation and I've lost a little bit of the old purity in what the podcast is to me. Um, so hopefully um, everything will be back business as usual um, for Team List Tuesday podcast with uh, Nathan from Supercoach Guns. But thanks very much for listening. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle.